Hey everybody, it's Andy. Uh, sorry, I got a little bit of a cold. So, this episode gets just a little bit blue on the front, mostly within the first 13 minutes, and uh, and it's not that bad, and obviously we don't dwell on it, but if uh, that's not your thing, or you find it triggering, you might want to skip to a minute 13 or so, and then there's still going to be a little jokes after that, but... Uh, or if you find it triggering. Maybe it's just not your thing, but heads up uh, on that one. Thank you guys so much. The Burroughs of Berea is a conversational podcast. We study the Bible and we talk about it. Not all of us are of the same faith, and one of us doesn't actually have a faith. And that's wonderful. We all love one another, and we're going to continue to talk about these things. The things we believe in and the things we believe about what we read in the Bible. Not all of these are necessarily true. Some of it is opinion and speculation. Thank you for listening and speculating with us. There you go. That was good. Yes. Oops, oops, oops. <laughs> you are listening to the Burrows of Berea. Welcome back to the Burrows of Berea. I am Rick Welch. And to my left is <laughs> Carlton, Charlton, uh, uh, whatever, whatever Tiziana thinks he's Oh my called. gosh. I'm so sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. The rickety Carter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can Tiziana. we get both versions? Yeah. Oh, yeah, ladies. Tiziana, mom so hard, so verse. You're both going to get a timeout. <laughs> <laughs> Behind the glass, Rocket Man, Andy Bishop. Well, we're uh, this is it. We don't have Billy, Ralph, Cherry, or Sarita tonight, and uh, so it's just us in the studio. And so we decided to not touch on the Hebrew study because uh, there's a lot to it, and that I we want to kind of hang together, or at least I want them all to <laughs> hang together with me on it, you know, and not leave them. So uh, if you guys remember episode eleven, we did this thing called uh, uh, taking scripture out of context, uh, Andy called it an interlude, you know, away from the big study uh, that we were doing, the deep studies we were doing. And so just have some fun. Well, there's a lot more. There's a lot more in the Bible. So we thought that we would have Turns some out, fun. quite a big book. It is. <laughs> books. Books. Quite a, big, quite a big books. Quite a big books. <laughs> yeah. So I want to make a disclaimer, as I always do. Um, we are not making fun of the Bible or your beliefs or... Christianity. We are looking at these verses outside of its culture, uh, outside of understanding the language and the way it was translated. Even when it was translated into King James English, things sound funny. I don't walk around saying per adventure very much, but when I read that Bible, I read it, mm -hmm. you know? And so we're going to be reading some funny verses out of context and uh, having just having a laugh. And uh, if this is not your cup of tea, then just turn us off because we're going to continue to do this stuff, okay? <laughs> All right. It's, it's going to continue to be real sacrilegious love in here. For the next one hour, this is NSFW yeah. or NSFC, not safe for charge. Yeah. Yes. I am not uh, – I, I hope that it's not sacrilegious, but at the same time, I think I would love to believe that because I have a humor and I was created in his image that God has a humor, and I think that he does. Mm. And as Robin Williams says, I know that he does, because look at the duck-billed platypus. Right. <laughs> yeah. He said it's a mammal, but it lays eggs. Well, there's a lot of people that And he get... flips the middle finger to Darwin. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot Do of I... people that get mad about Jesus telling jokes in The Chosen. You know, I think that people are kind of coming around to that, because that guy does such a great job of being personable. Yeah. I think that's where it's at. He's He acts like a man. Jokes are all about delivery. Well, it the is. Thing is you know, the Son of Man came eating and drinking. Yeah. So Jesus liked to drink and Jesus liked to eat. Yeah. Jesus but, liked to 
get down with Tiziana, his friends and he was party. Drinking grapefruit, grape, grape juice. It doesn't matter. <laughs> like, you know, kidding, like, but the kidding. fact that, but the thing is that the fact that they said that about him is that that was the gossip. So already that he was right. a lush. Just, yeah, so they called Jesus him a wine bibber and a drunkard. Right. Yeah. Jesus yeah. loved to sit around with his friends and like jaw, as they say, around these parts. <laughs> you know? Uh, Andy, a long time ago when we did the Mary Magdalene study, with mm-hmm. in notes, yeah, and you had said that big fish money. Do you remember saying that? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That fish big money. fish money. My yeah. next study that's going to be coming out oh, is yeah. called the big <laughs> fish money. Yeah, <laughs> and it's good. It's going to be fun. I'm excited. I know. Oh wow. I didn't mean to interrupt you there, Tiziana. Sure you did. I didn't. That honestly, is okay. I'm just <laughs> that kind of a jerk. I'm not hot. Let's kick this baby off. Oh, never goes <laughs> away. Man. I don't even. I'm not even going to acknowledge it. No, you shouldn't. No, <laughs> not at all. Not today. <laughs> no. I I told. Everyone in the world that Tiziana was hot, including my wife, <laughs> without getting punched in the face. I know, but it's so funny. It's it just, is it's funny. It's the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> it gives it to you. And I was like freshly postpartum at the time, so it was just a well, super s- double see, whammy. it came back around. Yeah. Yeah, but somebody else said it after me, right? Didn't somebody else? Anyway, whatever. I can't remember. It's been a consistent <laughs> joke, and I never get sick of it. Cheery. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. <laughs> Liz, my husband is very cute, so I'm pretty confident. Like, it's fine, but it was... So funny that I can't, I can't let it go. Every Cher- opportunity. I think Cherry keeps bringing it up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know what I think it is? I think that you, I'm not making an excuse, but I think like, watch this. Watch me piss okay. off the other ladies. Are you, you ready? ready? Yeah. I'm going to piss off the other ladies. You're Just such a mental out. giant to me. Like when we talk, <laughs> you, we are, that I see you as my equal. And so all of these other ladies are beneath me. <laughs> <laughs> and they're not here. I'm a dead man. <laughs> that does it. Holly's gonna get you for that one. Oh dang! I forgot about my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Holly's gonna Mental. eat you for breakfast on that yeah. one. Yeah. All right. No, so, anyway, so, that was a nice, a nice attempt. I, I was, was not here. It was, it was. You know what? It was daring. <laughs> and, and, you know, it was a good. It was a good, strong attempt. Absolutely. It was absolutely. So we're going to call her Tiziana, mom, so hottie. So yeah, hers. right. Yeah. Right. There you go. So why don't you, you, you look, you look like you've got something. You brought something good. I did. Well, I mean, I can remember being a, like a small kid and like, I used to hide and this is so, I'm such a nerd. I used to hide in the closet after everyone was asleep because that's the only place you could keep the lights on and nobody knew what you're up to. And I would read the Bible. <laughs> so wow. I remember like, I, was, like, I used to the, do, I used wow. to do that with the dictionary, but not in the closet. Such a nerd. But I remember sitting there one time and I read this verse. See, and I was, was more the Sears catalog. <laughs> oh yeah. That's lingerie good. section. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, such a dude. That's you were reading in the closet. <laughs> I was looking at like Lionel trains and he's looking at ladies. <laughs> well, you know. Fredericks of Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Oh, oh, Lord. Oh my God. Anybody born like, but like after 1998, oh, like has no funny. idea what we're talking there, about. There's also another one called Adam and Eve. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, Adam and Eve goes goes to the. We start talking about the cross, the not cross, but exes. Oh, okay. Oh, Adam yeah, Adam and Eve. I, I don't think, I don't think your average family had those necessarily. Okay. Oh my around. gosh, like, this year's catalog, you Fred, did. Fred, yeah. Fredericks of Hollywood was like the first Victoria's Secrets. Totally, but there is a Carol Wright catalog. Carol with a C, Wright W R I G H T. The spring catalog. My friends got it just as a mailer in the mail. And it's like, you know, terrible jackets and, you know, bicycles. And it looks like Sears. You know, it's got sections. Yeah. got like the home goods section. And then there, you're going to beep a lot. Get prepared. <laughs> and, 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 and like this, this showed up to my friend's house in Waynesville. Like just, it just came in the mail. Like so Sky Mall? 
Yeah, like Sky Mall. And it's got like, you know, shovels and rakes for outdoor, the outdoor materials. And like in the absolute smack dag center, it's like pillows and pocket pillows. No sh- No lie. We were like flipping through this thing and we were like, whoa, like just out of nowhere, just total raunchy sex toys out of nowhere. Like in the That's middle of this, like wild. Google the Carol Wright catalog. I, and, and we looked it up online because we were like, this has got to be a joke. But like, yeah, it's like all for all your... Y'all, y'all, all, all your, home your needs. needs. Yeah, every, Literally, every room in the house need, is huh? covered, you know, by wow. the Carol Wright catalog. I mean, and the front cover is just like some, you know, older lady with like a flowery, you know, T-shirt and like, you know, high-waisted skinny jeans and a pair of sandals. Carol Wright's catalog just serving up wow. sex toys. I know. It's the most bizarre thing I've ever seen in my life. That's crazy. I, I mean, like Martha Stewart living offers, offering stock tips. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Although I'm sure she's got a few. Oh, well. Her relationship with Snoop Dogg is probably so like cute. my favorite, oh my my God. favorite thing of, so the, of the 21st century. It's Absolutely. like, it's almost like it's better than George Bush, Michelle Obama, but just yeah. cute. Right? Yeah, like, yeah that cute. one's really cute. Too, that one's cute. very yeah. cute. But I mean, it's just the fact that like, I don't think that Snoop's ever done time, right? Like, no, he 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 is not a convicted is, criminal. No, he's like a middle class kid from California, mm-hmm. right? Like, and and he's got this I like thug he had life. Murdered somebody no. at seventeen. He was not convicted. Uh, I don't know the actual details, but he's never been convicted of a crime. Oh wow! Never. That's the joke because That's she why it's has. So funny. So yeah. she's actually ah. harder than Snoop. <laughs> yeah, she's done because time she's and been done convicted. Time. Yeah. yeah, like real time too. Like she didn't. Yeah. She's even an advocate now for like prison. But didn't Snoop Dogg? Because she's like, it sucks in there. Wasn't there like a murder charge or something? That's what we were just talking about. Uh, Not convicted. Yes. Not convicted. I don't know the details. Not convicted. I mean, a young black male in, where is it, Watts? Because I think he's saying about a catch a case. Yeah. There's a couple songs about murder was the case that That they they gave gave me. me. Yeah. 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 Yeah, All right. The most popular. What Bible verse have you got, Tiziana? Let's see what you got. So Ezekiel. Ugh. Even just reading it, Ezekiel twenty three nineteen through twenty two. Really, do it again. So Ezekiel, Ezekiel twenty three, and really it's nineteen and twenty. Yet she multiplied her obscene practices, reminding, remembering the days of her youth when she prostituted herself in the land of Egypt. She lusted after their lovers, whose flesh is like the flesh of. Now monkeys. read it. Read it slower. <laughs> <laughs> whose flesh? Seductive. No, but for real. She lusted after their lovers, whose flesh is like the flesh of donkeys, and whose discharge is like the discharge of horses. (laughs) So you longed for the outrageous sin of your youth when the Egyptians handled your breasts because of the breasts of your youth. Yeah. (laughs) They handled your breasts because. Wow, that is screwed up on so many levels. I've never heard that last little bit. The longed after your youth with the, the Egyptians? Yeah. I threw my Bible and was like, God, you're in timeout. That is some <laughs> racy language, sir. Yeah. And that and this one, this is the uh the NASB version. And that so that one says so you long, you know, the you she lusted after the lovers whose flesh is like the flesh of donkeys. Flesh is not the word that my other Bible used. And whose discharge is like the discharge of horses? It was like his whose emissions. It was was it it was talking was it talking about it's his like a donkey wiener? Yeah, he's like a big old donkey, <laughs> and whose whose <laughs> yeah, and whose emissions are like the gallons of semen that a horse. I was like, 
this is disgusting. Yeah. This is gross. I was like prepubescent, not sexual at all. I was like, I was, I was, I was like Sandra D. I didn't lose my virginity until I was an adult. Like, I was so horrified. Wow. That Absolutely is, disgusting. That's a pretty, that's rough, isn't it? It's quite the verse. Well, that Egyptian stuff is troubling too. The young? Well, not the young part. Mm. It, like, so. So, what, what, so let's, let's contextualize it for the <laughs> okay. heathen so he's not so disturbed. Okay. He's talking about Israel when they were um, enslaved by Egypt. That's what I'm saying. So, if she was a Jew and she was a slave and the Egyptians were touching her breasts. Yeah. That paints a bleak bleak story. Yeah. Well, and what what he's saying is is that Israel has he's he's talking about out to it. Israel leaving fidelity with 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 Hashem behind in favor of worshiping multiple gods at one time. Uh-huh. And the the imagery that Ezekiel, Jeremiah, Isaiah, the especially Jeremiah. Jeremiah says some rough stuff. The imagery that they choose to use to um, so this is not a literal exempt- woman no, we're talking no. about. What do you, okay, no. That makes what, me feel better. Yeah, no. No, this so is just imagery. Yeah, so I, what What the picture that these prophets are using to try and shame Israel, to try and shock them, they're trying to use the most vulgar, the most stuff. vulgar language they can because they're trying to describe how egregious their abandonment of their, of their covenant is. With Hosh, it's not just a relationship, it's covenant, like a marriage. Uh-huh. And so, which was common. Look at the story of Gomer and Hosea. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. We haven't even touched that We haven't that even gotten one. there. Yeah. But like, so so they use this imagery a lot. Mm. So, it's so, so, so if you go to the beginning of Ezekiel 23, you know, Ezekiel's telling the story of these two sisters and these two sisters are like Israel and they've done this and they've done this. And, and they utilize this imagery. And so mm-hmm. when he's saying like the days of when she was in Egypt, he's saying, you know, back when you were, you know, enslaved in Egypt and likely did participate in worshiping the gods there and in, and, and absorbed some of their cultural uh, mores, or if you will. Milieu? That's a yeah. fun word. Is that, a, is that right? Yeah. Um, cultural milieu. Well, milieu. I said, I said, I said mores. But, no, no, I was. Oh, I was you are. You're just I was that going in. for a fun word. Got you. Got word. you. Yeah, that might be good. But yeah, so that's Moray, what it's in reference correct. to. Yeah. So that's what he's saying. He's like saying, you know, so the next one is like, therefore, oh, Haliba, this is what the Lord God says Behold, I'm going to incite your lovers against you, from whom you turned away in disgust, and I will bring them against you from every side. Right. So it's, that's what it is. It's all this kind of imagery. I'm so actually pretty happy for the context in this one. Yes, yeah. Exactly. So yeah. you went whoring, and now we're going to take those that you went whoring after, and we're going to actually destroy you with them, you know? Uh-huh. And it just, but you use this harsh, harsh language to get Ugh. the point across. Even just looking at it now, I'm like, Ugh. Well, let's go, let's go into a little lighthearted one, shall we? <laughs> oh, Woo! sorry, I jumped right in. I came in hot. Yes, no, it's good. <laughs> we'll, back, we'll slowly back out of that. <laughs> but, but the, I, I, you know, all right. I mean, you are teasing so under the hottie. We've talked about this <laughs> in the past. <laughs> there you go. We've talked about this in the past, okay? So in the Gospel of John, it says that, uh, after the women went and told the disciples that Jesus had raised from the dead, that Peter and John, or Peter and another disciple, run to the tomb, and that one of them is faster than the other one. You remember how we talked about yeah. that? Yeah. So, but I discovered something. It actually kind of drives it home because this guy says it like three or four times 
in a row. So okay. listen to this. Okay. So John chapter 20, verse three through four. So Peter and the other disciple left and they were going to the tomb. The two were running together and the other disciple ran ahead faster than Peter and came to the tomb first, right? Uh-huh. Okay. Now let's go. So <laughs> verse six, two verses later. So Simon Peter also came following him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Just a huffing and a puffing. And then two verses later, so the other disciple who had first come <laughs> to the tomb also entered in. And so he's kind of like, I'm faster than Peter. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. It's almost yes. like, just so you know, uh, yes. you know, I'm faster than Peter. Yes. From my perspective, that's not the uh, flex you think it is, bro. That's not the what? It's not the flex you think it is. <laughs> no, nope, not at all. You don't want to, you want to, you don't want to be first. No. <laughs> oh, weird flex, like, but okay. <laughs> weird flex, I'm faster. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh. Yeah. Oh, there we go. That took you guys a minute. I Listen. wonder if the gal- gals had been here, if that would have taken so long. You no, were we, coming I, in I mean, really hot. I got it. I got it before they did. Thanks. But I did not get it right. I love that though. Like they, they're, they're constantly well, first doing that like, stuff to each other. How biblical is this? And then, then we're going. Oh, okay, she's uh, yeah, repeating whenever it again. She was like, you, I yeah. thought she was going hard biblical. Yes, I was no. thinking for myself. Oh, she knows something deep. No, she knows <laughs> Greek culture and language. Well, you just propped her up and made her your equal. That's, that's, that's what she said, but yeah, not. I yeah. was just making a sex show. Okay, being fast is not the flex you think it is, buddy. Like, <laughs> you got that was, one. <laughs> that was all I said, but it just, Andy's the only one that got it. The heathen. Yeah, yeah. Andy's got my back. Because I'm so pure. All right, what you got? What's your next one? Oh, what's my next one? Oh, you want me to keep going after that? Oh, yeah. I thought you wanted something lighter. I just did something okay. lighter. Oh, that was just something lighter. Okay, okay. All right. And I, then you took it to Dirty Town. I did. <laughs> here, here, for me, for me personally, I the whole entire book of Ecclesiastes. Oh. The whole entire book of Ecclesiastes is just full of stuff that just like blows. Like if you, again, yeah. take it out of context, it's just hysterical. Let's just even read, just for fun, the, I don't know if you're familiar with Ecclesiastes, Andy. Let's read the oh, first. It's, it's one of my favorite basketball teams. <laughs> Ecclesiastes. You know, Ecclesiastes. It's like the words of the preacher, the son of David, king in Jerusalem. Like, get ready to hear the wisdom. Futility of futilities, says the preacher. Futilities of utilities, all is futilities. Now, if we read that in a different translation, he says, he says, Meaningless, meaningless. Everything is utterly meaningless. That's the opening of that story. And let me just tell you, that refrain repeats several times. So we're pretty sure that a guy wrote that. He's just like, all of this, all of this is dumb. And that's the whole book. And that's the book. But yeah. I you know that what? Meaningless, I, feel, meaningless. I feel that man. I feel that man on a deep level. I, you know, I used to, yeah. there was one that lived at the end of my cul-de-sac when I was a kid. You know, he was just everything. Eh. Yeah, everything is awful, and it's never good ever, <laughs> never. Well, and like, and another one too. Like, I he thought, was a Baptist. Yeah. <laughs> nine. Was, I, I like this one too. Like, so sorry. even in nine. Okay, so this Ecclesiastes nine. Ecclesiastes nine. He's like, I'm a Baptist, you jerk. I'm gonna. So I'm gonna start. At, I'm gonna start at seven. He says, "Go, eat your food with gladness, and drink your drink your wine with a joyful heart, for God has already approved what you do." Always be clothed in white and always anoint your head with oil. Enjoy life with your wife, whom you love, all the days of this meaningless life (laughs) that God has given you under the sun, all your meaningless days. For this is your lot in life and in your toilsome labor under the sun. Whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. 
from the realm of the dead, where you're going. There's <laughs> neither working, nor planning, nor knowledge, nor wisdom. Wow. Is, that, that was is pretty- there a special like font in the Bible that you read with extra sarcasm? <laughs> no, but I read the whole book of Ecclesiastes that way. My senior graduation quote was Ecclesiastes. I, there's some good wisdom in there, but I mean, it's and I, from what I understand, there was like a lot of back and forth about whether or not to even put Ecclesiastes well, think in the about canon. It. Think it's hyper condescending. Condescending? Condescending? Yes. Mm-hmm. If you take... When it's we sit nihilistic, this, really. When we sit in this room and we talk, we never really come to the finality of anything. There's always, yeah. you know what I mean? Like we never do. Like no. we're always kind of like, well, then you've got your perspective and this perspective, you know, imagine this man who is obviously brilliant and he's living in a, he's way ahead of his time. Mm-hmm. And like he's got rocks <laughs> to work with, you know, rocks and iron. That's yeah, all he's got. He doesn't what, have like an excavator. Has. There's not even like a dentist. He know? built some like, of the most opulent structures in the world, by the way. Wow. But after all of his work and the 700 wives and the 300 concubines, yeah, he's like, this oh, is dumb. This kind of sucks, actually. This sucks. Why did I do all this? <laughs> all of this sucks. He even says that at one point, too. He's just like, he must have what's been, the point? He must have been hung like a mule. <laughs> he might. That's where hung like a mule comes from, isn't it? Oh, my the God. The flesh of the donkey. Oh, my gosh. That's an old, yes. That's well, older I mean, the, than we thought. You're that's welcome. older than we thought. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Charlton coming in. I like that. Well, hung like a mule. Well, I also meant for the fact that Cleopatra, that the way she came to him, she came to him like- Oh, like, yeah. The Queen of Sheba. Yeah. Queen Sheba. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. She was breathless. That's what the Bible says. Oh, yeah. That she was breathless when she saw his whole like kingdom and his whole like deal or whatnot. <laughs> and he sent a yeah. fortune back with her, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. He was like, I got you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> he, he did. Yeah. He knew how to, he knew, he knew how to make it drip. All right. So he, <laughs> <laughs> Stop. That's that not what she meant. Yes, that means with jewels. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank yes. you, Andy. Yeah. Andy records rappers. Your, all of your modern <laughs> English crap. I know what it sounds like, and I picked up on that dirtiness. <laughs> no, no, actually, that one's not dirty. That one actually wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I got one for you. Okay, so this one comes out of 1 Samuel chapter 5. When I learned what this was, I lost my mind. Okay. All right. Starts off uh, chapter 5, verse 6 through 12. It says, But the hand of the Lord was heavy upon them of Ashdod, and he destroyed them and smote them with emeralds, even Ashdod and the coasts thereof. And when the men of Ashdod saw that it was so, they said, The ark of the God of Israel shall not abide with us, for his hand is sore upon us and upon Dagon our God. They sent, therefore, and gathered all the lords of the Philistines unto them and said, what shall we do with the ark of the God of Israel? And I'll tell you why. It's because that word emeralds, <laughs> but you don't even know what it is. I and don't. The, oh, I can't wait. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> and they answered, let the ark of the God of Israel be carried about unto Gath. And they carried the ark of the God of Israel about thither. And it was so that after they had carried it about, the hand of the Lord was against the city with a very great great destruction. And he smote the men of the city, both small and great, and they had emeralds in their secret parts. Therefore, they sent the ark of God 
to Ekron. And it came to pass as the ark of God came to Ekron that the Ekronites cried out, saying, They have brought about the ark of the God of Israel to us to slay us and our people. So they sent and gathered together all the lords of the Philistines and said, Send away the ark of the God of Israel and let it go again into his own place that it slay us not and our people. For there was a deadly destruction throughout all the city. The hand of God was very heavy there, and the men that died not were smitten with the emeralds, and the cry of the city went up to heaven. Do you know what the emeralds are? What? No, I Tumors do. of the anus. There you go. Hemorrhoids. <laughs> they're not hemorrhoids. Yeah. They're hemorrhoids. Oh, my God. Hardcore tumors of the anus, tumors of the genitals. That's where he attacks them. Wow. Yeah. Now, how do they... So these people, they they do this. The ark goes back to Jerusalem. If yeah. you remember, David, you know, they've got it back, right? Now. Yes. Well, not David, but so... Or maybe I can't remember. Anyway, check this out. This is how they had to make uh, atonement for their sin against God. Yeah. Uh, these are the Philistines. Wherefore, 1 Samuel 6, verse 5, wherefore ye shall make images of your emeralds and images of your mice that mar the land, and ye shall give glory unto the God of Israel. Images per- of your emeralds? Images of your butthole boils. The, the, get ready. Per adventure. <laughs> he will lighten his hand from off of you and from all your gods and from off your land. So check it out. They had to make golden hemorrhoids. Which is crazy yes. because I remember reading that and it was it, it was just translated as boils. Yeah. But I never got the in their secret parts. I remember that story. Right. When they had to make golden of their boils and other stuff, but no. They had So I looked up the word he gave and it does. It's boils, tumors, but the in specifically of the anus was part of that definition. That is so, awesome. anus tumors. So so how do you think they made those like gold plates? Do you think they all posed for one another? <laughs> oh my gosh. They had to make like, like casts for you just like what it looks like. You just oh feel around back there and see <laughs> see and then just kind of do an impressionistic version it's of it. It's kind of like a cauliflower. <laughs> oh jeez. What oh. else you got? So now that you said that, uh, let's go to Judges 3, because why not? If that's where we are, <laughs> yeah. Judges 3, this is a great one. All right, let's Okay. It. All right. I got to get there with my with my thing here. All right. So Judges, as we all remember, sort of like a weird time of sometimes doing good and sometimes doing real bad. And so along comes Judges, I, I'd love Judges to, 3. I'd just like to say, it was sort of a weird time. Great way to preface the story. Yeah, story. No yeah, weird yeah. Time. Like, well, Judges is one of those ones that has two common refrains, and they begun to do like what was right in their own eyes, or they turn back to the Lord. Right? It's just like the Old Testament, or excuse me, the um, First Kings, Second Kings, that whole period, First and Second Chronicles, that whole period of time where there's a monarchy, and the period of the time the judges that precede the monarchy. You know, like sometimes Israel's doing the thing right. And they're worshiping the Lord, their God. And that lasts for a couple of generations and then all just goes to hell in a handbasket. And everybody's just like, it's just, it's just mayhem. Yes. And doing right so, in their own eyes. Yeah. It's just total mayhem. Right. And so Judges 3, 12 through 30, this is a long story, but it hang with me because it's completely worth it. So I can't this is wait. the story of Ehud. Can you do it in a British voice? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, I wish I could. <laughs> Can honestly. you read it like Snoop Dogg? <laughs> No, you I know. can't. With the I Izzle? can't with the Izzles in it against the Israelites. The Israelites. Yeah, okay. So again, the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord. 
because it's the time of the judges and they just can't help themselves. Right. And because they did this evil, the Lord gave Eglon, king of Moab, power over Israel. Getting the Amorites, the Amalekites, to join him, Eglon came and attacked Israel and they took possession of the city of Psalms. The Israelites were subject to Eglon, king of Moab, for about 18 years. So they cry out to the Lord and he gives them a deliverer, Ehud, a left-handed man. <laughs> Significant. Okay. That's right. The son of Dera of the Benjamite. The Israelites sent him with tribute to Eglon, king of Moab, because that's what when a king came and like occupied your space, like you paid your taxes, right? So Israel's got to give their taxes to this guy that's like, you know, been squatting in their kingdom for 18 years. Right. Now, Ehud, the guy who they had chosen, the Benjamite, he makes this double-edged sword about a cubit long, which he strapped to his right thigh under his clothing. He present left hand, right thigh, left hand, right thigh. He, he presented the tribute to Eglon, king of Moab. He was a very fat man. Yes. After oh, yeah. Ehud. Yeah, it actually says that. Says, yeah, no, I'm reading. It says a very yeah, fat he was man. a very fat man. After Ehud had that presented the tribute. Yeah, after, yeah, well, after Ehud had presented nice the tribute. Nice try. <laughs> I know it didn't, it landed very flat. <laughs> Doesn't work for me either. Well, anyway. So, but uh, after Ehud, it's not, it's, not a, it's not a bonus for Ehud. <laughs> it, it works out poorly in his favor. After Ehud had presented, or for Eglon, after Ehud had presented the tribute. He sent on their way those who had carried it. But on reaching the stone images near Gilgal, he himself went back to Eglon and said, Your Majesty, I have a secret message for you. The king said to his attendants, Leave us! And they all left. So he like has this whole subterfuge. <laughs> subterfuge. I've never heard it said that way. That's great. So, I like that. So the king says to his attendants, leave us, and they all leave. So Ehud then approached him while he was sitting alone in the upper room of his palace and said, I have a message from God for you. As the king rose from his seat, Ehud reached with his left hand, drew the sword from his right thigh, and plunged it into the king's belly. Even the handle sank in after the blade, and his bowels discharged. <laughs> he done shattered pants. <laughs> <laughs> you think? They say that. They really want this guy to be humiliated. The recorders of judges really want to embarrass this guy. He was like, he was fat. And then he pooped his <laughs> pants. <laughs> right? And they, and they make him, <laughs> they make so him sound true. like he's literally made of jello. Like he stabbed <laughs> yeah, like him with his sword. Yeah. And like this it is, sucked the hilt in. We don't even know how. more than an ancient version of Return of the Jedi. It's so Exactly. That's, that's where they got it. <laughs> yeah. So even Jabba the handle. Yep. Yeah, even the sand handle sank in after the blade and his bowels discharged. And it didn't even go through the Ehud other side. Ehud did not pull the sword out and the fat closed in over it. Oh nice. my God. Just swallowed it. Then Ehud went out to the porch. He shut the doors of the upper room behind him and locked them. This is the best. After he had gone, the servants came and found the doors of the upper room locked. And they said, well, he must be relieving himself in the inner room <laughs> of the sure palace. sure is. Like he can, like he can get <laughs> up they and lock the door. To the point of embarrassment. Oh, he's really dropping a deuce in there. <laughs> like, they got to the point where the they were like, wants you to know. He they were waiting around. Yeah, this guy's really, really got some stuff okay. going on down there. All right, let's just, I'm going to tell you a story. He had so, hemorrhoids. My, <laughs> <laughs> he had, he had, he had. <laughs> nice. My kiddo, one time when she was learning how to potty train, we went on a long road trip to Raleigh and she got a little backed up. And when you have a child, you do all kinds of stuff. So I remember she was sitting there like 
crying because she's like basically like pooping a gyroscope now. Like the thing was, <laughs> I, I felt so bad for her. So I had to kind of like reach under and just kind of like hold the sides of her butt, you know, so that she has something to push against because she doesn't know any better yet. And now this is when she's like one and a half. Now, sometimes she'll go, mama, I'm like, she's like, can you hold my butt? And I'm like, no, no, that was a one-time deal. I did not enjoy it, but it was the only way she was going to. So these guys are going, someone's going to have to go in there and hold his butt. <laughs> like, these guys are like, they're like, they're like, it's been like, it's your turn. No, it's half. your turn. I yeah. mean, how long does it have to be to where the point of embarrassment the Bible, sets in? The point of embarrassment. The Bible says it. The author was like, they had to wait along to the point of embarrassment. I mean, like, how For long is that? Eternity. There's been there's been times where I'm like, Dylan, are you okay? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you're if you're the proud. If you're the if you live with a man. <laughs> if you live with a man, and, were you going to say if you're the proud owner of a man? I was going to say if you're the proud owner. Of, I was going to say if you're the proud owner of a husband, but lots of people live with a man that ain't their husband. So I thought I would just pull back and not say that. But if you live with a dude, like there have been times in your life where you're like, are they okay in there? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you almost want to like turn the internet off just to see what will happen. You know, like you just want to like go cut the Wi-Fi to see if they're like, hey, turn that back on because you want to know if they're still okay, you know, in there. But yeah, so anyway, so to the point of embarrassment, but when he did not open the doors of the room, they took a key and unlocked them. There they saw their Lord fallen on the floor dead. So while they waited, of course, while they were waiting to the point of embarrassment, they think he's just in there shitting himself to death or trying to yeah. and not succeeding. Ehud has like, you know, gone back to his home and, and everything is great. And like, and there's, a battle and whatnot. But like the death of Eagland is just like a great, weird. Uh, that's hilarious. Weird story. Check this out. Eglon, sorry. Eglon, yeah. Eglon right. and e So I'm going to go, I'm staying in First Samuel, okay? I'm in First Samuel okay. 18. Cool, cool, cool. Starting at verse 22. Then Saul commanded his servants, speak to David in secret saying, behold, the king delights in you and all his servants love you. Now then become the king's son-in-law. So Saul's servants spoke these words to David. But David said, is it trivial in your sight to become the king's son-in-law since I am only a poor man and insignificant? Then Saul's servants reported to him saying, these are the words David spoke. Saul then said, this is what you shall say to David. The king does not desire any dowry except a hundred foreskins of the Philistines to take vengeance on the king's enemies. So you don't have to be rich. Just Cut a hundred foreskins. But Saul plotted to have David fall by the hand of the Philistines. So this is a trick, right? When his servants told David these words, it pleased David to, to become the king's son-in-law because now he sees Now he's going to marry the girl and that's going to be all good. So before the time it expired- So now he's happy to go play with men. <laughs> <laughs> he's a moil. Yeah. David set out and went, he and his men, and fatally struck 200 men among the Philistines. Then David brought their foreskins and they presented all 200 of them to the king so that he might become the king's son-in-law. And Saul gave him his daughter, Michael, as a wife. So what is this saying? He said, go cut the foreskin off these dudes, bring it to me, that's good enough for a dowry. David is poor. He doesn't have a whole lot of money anyway, so he sees an opportunity. What he does have is the ability to commit mass murder. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then mutilate just a lot of dead bodies. And bring it to the king and get the woman. Hopefully they were dead. Yeah, hopefully dead bodies. Well, it says they, they, they were dead. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, I don't, they could have— 
been in the prior throes to death, of it. maybe. You know. Good night. <laughs> yeah. What a weird. The Bible is so weird. It is so we weird. But but David is a man after God's own heart. Yeah. Am I wrong? The Bible no, says no, it. No, See, no, no, no. So do you take that literally or figuratively? <laughs> <laughs> it, it wasn't. It wasn't really a thousand foreskins. That's just how they talk about, you know, fullness, completion. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's just, yeah, no, it means the number cutting of off completion. of something important. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's good. Do you that got was, any more? That was us. Do I have any more? Yeah. You know what I've always thought was weird. Now, once again, we're just sort of like we're just sort of like chit chatting, and we're gonna get like we're gonna get out of the gutter here for a second. There's no more no more wiener talk. At least not in this one. Man, I've got like 18 left to go. Well, I'm all I, about wieners. They're all about <laughs> <You're> wieners. <just laughs> I only have two more. All right, let's hear it. Jeremiah 2.23 and 5, 7 through 8, which again, I think it probably has to do with like emissions and, you know, okay. hung like mules and whatnot. But let's take a break from that. Mark, uh, uh, now everyone knows this story. Mark 11. And again, we're talking about if you take it out of context, right? Yeah. So if you're just going to read it outside, right? Okay. So, Mark 11. So, Jesus, oh, no, no, that's not right. Yeah. Jesus entered Jerusalem and went into the temple courts. He looked around at everything, but since it was already late, he went out to Bethany with the 12. And the next day, as they were leaving Bethany, Jesus was hungry. Seeing in the distance a fig tree and leaf, he went to find out if it had any fruit. When he reached it, he found nothing but leaves because it was not the season for figs. So, he said to the tree, May no one ever eat fruit from you again. And his disciples heard him say it. On reaching Jerusalem, Jesus entered the temple courts, blah, 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 blah. And then when the, in the morning, as they went along, they saw that the fig tree withered from the root. And Peter remembered what the Lord had said and said, look, you know, the fig tree withered from the root. And then Jesus tells this whole thing. But I'm like, Jesus, that is so petty. <laughs> Jesus, like, what are you doing, brother? Like, you, this is, he's like, I'm really super hungry. And he goes to the grocery store and the grocery store is all out of the talkies that he likes. And so he's like, this Ingles is going to shut down and be closed forever. <laughs> Where are the fuego talkies? You know, like, they only have that nacho trash. Yeah. You know? <laughs> now, Rick, tell us the context. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we do that. I mean, when we we're being silly, tell us what the context is. Rick, tell us. What's the context? Oh, the context of the fig tree? Yeah. Wait a minute. Hold on a second. All right, now. You, wait a Why'd you call him Rick? You guys give me a hard time because it's Charlton. Charlton. It's Charlton. Both. Charlton. No, it's, no, it's, it's Charlton R. Carter III. He goes by he Rick, goes by right? Rick. Yeah, he goes by Rick. Why have I been trying so hard to call you Charlton? <laughs> because, oh. because my name is Rick. Because, yeah, I nobody so knows confused. how to. I Yeah. <laughs> Nobody knows how to address this man. <laughs> All right. Human being to the direct right of me wearing the sick mullet wig. What name do you like to be called? What do you want to be called? <laughs> what do you want me to call you, daddy? What do you like? <laughs> call me daddy. To be called. <laughs> no. Shoe fits. You have to pick a name. <laughs> you have, you call me Rick. have so many names. Rick, you, you want to be called Rick. You can call me Rick. Okay. I just call him the Rickening to keep a separation from me, but you well, call him whatever I'm you like, want. I'm all confused. Okay, because I'm call, like Charlton calling, Rick, and I hear everybody say everything, and so now I think I'm like— It's because everybody's doing it to try to keep the designation separate. So here's separate. the thing. Sarita yes. called me Rick OG. Okay. And him— Well, I guess from the listener standpoint— That makes sense. When you say Rick, they there's don't know two talking to you. Yes. That's what we're doing. Okay. That's all they're doing. Yeah. All right. All right. Resume. 
We want to talk okay. about the women the and the leaders. Well, the yeah. fig tree. And I, again, the, there is context. There, it's completely of course fine. there is. But, but if you don't know that right. context, you're like, Jesus, like so petty. Yeah. It's like burning an apple orchard because you're in, you know, Yeah, you like February. show up in the middle of winter. <laughs> yeah. 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 What you got? I hope I can get this right in the moment because my mind's been all in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of different ways, but he was. It was also a, in figurative terms. It was referring to Israel mm-hmm. that they had they had not been producing the fruit that they were supposed to be producing. Yeah, and he was there to basically to judge Israel for the fact of not doing that. Yeah, and uh- he was trying to portray that to the disciples and the people that was with him. That it was referenced. Now, I'm sure at some point in time, just like they got done with uh, after Matthew 23, when he told all the Pharisees in their home place, yeah, basically cussed them out, yeah, in in better terms. And then what happens immediately is that the disciples go, "Hey, hey Jesus, what you what you mean by all that?" Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, They're like, "Bro, so, that was rough." I mean, yeah. so so when, 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 and it's like they had been with him the whole time. Hey, when's this going to happen? Really? Yeah. 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 So it in he's always in figurative terms referring to what's going on. So it was like a it and, was like a metaphor about yeah. Yeah, yes. Israel. Okay. Referring yeah. back to Israel. Yes, absolutely. And then Oh yeah. All right, guys. Here we go. Ew, where where reference? Acts chapter twenty. Okay. Do you have that one? No. All but- right. On the first day of the week, when we were gathered together to break bread, Paul began talking to them intending to leave the next day, and he prolonged his message until midnight. There were many lamps in the upstairs room where we were gathered together, and there was a young man named Eutychus sitting on the windowsill, seeking into a deep sleep, and as Paul kept on talking, Eutychus was overcome by sleep, fell down three stories, and was picked up dead. Have you ever been bored to death during a sermon? He was so, Don't yeah, sit he on was the third so floor. Bored Have you ever been bored in a died. podcast? I'm, he literally died. Like, oh. Crash your car? <laughs> Seriously. That's this, funny. Paul is talking. He now, was of course, so bored. Yeah. He so died. this young man named Eutychus falls down and dies during one of Paul's sermons. Wow. But then Paul runs over and raises him from the right. dead. He's like, it's okay, buddy. Realize You're making him. me look bad. He's like, that, that sermon was kind of making me bored too, quite frankly. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> you get a freebie for that. Yeah. <laughs> what That's else you one. got there? What else you got? I got some in Jeremiah, but I don't remember what it was. So I got to go look at it. So I can't even Well, while you're looking for it, let me yeah. do this little, we like to do those Proverbs in here sometimes. You ready? Here's a- Oh yeah, the Proverbs. Proverbs 26, 18. Like a maniac who shoots flaming <laughs> arrows, arrows- and death, so is a person who deceives his neighbor and says, was I not joking? <laughs> what does that even mean? It's the first ancient prank. It's so— It's, it's a prank. Yeah, it's just I like just, somebody kicks you with the shin and they're like, jokes, am I right? <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, jokes. <laughs> jokes. Yeah. Kids do am, joke. I, am I right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Your mother is a whore. <laughs> Joke, <laughs> jokes, man. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah. So back to back to like describing Israel's fidelity or lack thereof in terms of like, you know, wild animals. <laughs> this is another one. Yeah. Comparing. Here's another one. This is another Jeremiah too. How can you say I am not defiled? I have not run after the bales. See how you behaved in the valley. Consider what you have done. You are a swift she camel running here and there, <laughs> a wild donkey accustomed to the desert. 
sniffing the wind in her craving, in her heat, who can restrain her? Any males that pursue her need not tire themselves. At mating time, they will find her. <laughs> what? Oh my god! Baby, you hot like a she camel, <laughs> like a like a wild donkey. <laughs> you know? Can you imagine? Ooh, I like she your scent. I can smell your must. <laughs> I can smell your must. You sheep? Did you she camel? You she camel? You she camel? Oh I mean, my what? gosh! That's Get out of here! I'm a, that, that'd be a perfect pickup line. Yes. <laughs> you want to hear another proverb? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, proverbs are good. A whip for the horse, a bridle yeah. for the ass, and a rod for the fool's back. Yeah, yeah. That's there a good you go. One. That's that's just good. That's just good. You know what? In reality, I haven't checked. I did it because it's at ass. That's, it's, <laughs> that's a good one though. But I haven't checked into this. But like, I think we should just sort of like. I'm going to sit here and just lightly peruse the Song of Solomon. Because honestly, right there are some, we, we got like a couple of really good ones. Well, but, let you me know. read this one here while you're perusing. Um, so this, you guys have heard us talk about this before, but I'm going to read it in the context. This is Exodus chapter 32, one through six. Moses has been up on the mountain getting the 10 commandments and his brother mm-hmm. Aaron was left in charge and all the people are down there and they're like, hey, he's not coming back. We need a God to worship. So they bring him this. Now, when the people saw that Moses delayed to come down from the mountain, the people assembled around Aaron and said to him, come, make us a God who will go before us for this Moses, the man who brought us up from the land of Egypt. We do not know what happened to him. Aaron said to them, tear off the gold rings, which are in the ears of your wives. Not take them out nicely. No. Tear off them (laughs) from your wives, your sons and your daughters. Notice gold rings were in the son's ears and your daughters and bring them to me. So all the people tore off the gold rings, which were in their ears, and brought them to Aaron. Then he took the gold from their hands and fashioned it with an engraving tool and made it into a cast metal calf. And as Tiziano says, Mm -hmm. that took a minute. That took a minute. That That took took a a minute. minute. They spent some time. So the next day, they got up early and offered— So, no, hold on. I, I missed a part. They said, this is your God, Israel, who brought you up from the land of Egypt. Talking about the calf. Now, when Aaron saw this, he built an altar in front of it. That took another minute. Mm -hmm. And Aaron made a proclamation and said, tomorrow shall be a feast to the Lord. So the next day they got up early and offered burnt offerings and brought peace offerings. And the people sat down to eat and to drink and got up to engage in lewd behavior. Ew! Now, watch this. So Moses comes back down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. He's yeah. like, They're what? All, and when the cats, what does it say? When, when, the, ma- cats when the cats away, the mice, mice will, play. will play. So that's what's Can going you imagine? on. Imagine what kind of lewd behavior is going on. They're worshiping this metal cow. All right, here we go. Exodus 32, 21. It says, then Moses said to Aaron, what did this people do to you that you have brought such a great sin upon them? And Aaron said, Do not let the anger of my Lord burn. You know the people yourself, and they are prone to evil. For they said to me, make a God for us who will go before us. For this Moses, the man who brought us up from the land of Egypt, we do not know what happened to him. So I said to them, whoever has any gold, let them tear it off. Then they gave it to me. I threw it in the fire, and out came this cat. I didn't do it. <laughs> this it's is just, the high just, priest just, of Israel. Yes. Yeah, this is I the love high that priest story. of Israel, man. This is Aaron, the brother of Moses. It's ridiculous. And he goes, He's like, I and I'll pop this cat. It just came right. I just tumbled out the fire. I said, bring me the gold. We'll go throw it in the fire. And I'll pop this calf. Now, Moses, you a, said you'd be right back. 
<laughs> he was gone a long time. If he like didn't get all of the gold, like a forty days, melt it forty days a night without yeah. eating or drinking. Long time. Now, just the nerd in me. When we're like, what was their lewd behavior? These people had just come out of slavery in Egypt. So they were likely engaging in the sorts of religious oh worships that they had seen oh, yeah. happen right. in Egypt, yeah, which included sacred to. prostitution. Sure. So just, just mm. that's probably oh, what they're yeah. doing. Throw back to yeah, sacred lo- prostitution. I have an idea. I have an idea. They had to eat that. Next time. Yeah, next they time, did. Uh, and they died. A lot of yeah. them died. Yep. They had to eat it. Well, the the tablets. You're talking about the tablets of stone and then the gold calf when they melted it down? Yes. Yeah. Yes. They yeah, eat that wild. poison. Yeah. Ooh. So what you got? Well, I just want any of you male listeners out there that are looking for a great biblical pickup line. Aha. Uh-huh. You can just say to your lady, hey, baby. Hey, lady. This comes it's straight dust, from the Song lady. of Solomon. Oh, yeah. One nine. I liken you, my darling, to a mayor. Among Ooh. Pharaoh's chariot yes. horses. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, you said my. Can you do a, oh, you do a modern version of that? What yeah. would be a modern version? Like, I liken you, you, you to hey, a Ford hey, you Taurus look, yeah. next to the president's limousine. Now, now, you look like one of them Budweiser horses. <laughs> <laughs> You're pretty like a Budweiser horse. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. How about as pretty as that woman on the Bud Light can? I just cannot. Ooh, did I the just Song touch? of Solomon, I'm reading more of it now. It's just Ooh. such a good. It's this just such took a, a left turn. <laughs> yeah. All right. I've got another one if you don't. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. All right. This comes from the book of Acts. And this is probably it for me. And then you got some puns, don't you? I do. All right, good. Um, Let's get here. So Acts chapter uh, 12. Let me take my. Acts chapter 12, verse 6. On the very night when Herod was about to bring him forward, this is after Jesus' death, and this is when Peter's leading the disciples. Peter was sleeping between two soldiers, bound with two chains, and guards in front of the door were watching over the prison. And behold, an angel of the Lord suddenly stood near Peter, and a light shone in the cell. And he struck Peter's side and woke him, saying, Get up quickly. And his chains fell off his hands. And the angel said to him, put on your belt and strap on your sandals. And he did so. And he said to him, wrap your cloak around you and follow me. And he went out and continued to follow. And yet he did not know that what was being done by the angel was real, but thought he was seeing a vision. Now, when they had passed the first and second guard, they came to the iron gate that leads into the city, which opened for them by itself. And they went out and went along one street, and immediately the angel departed from him. When Peter came to himself, he said, Now I know for sure that the Lord has sent forth his angel and rescued me from the hand of Herod and from all that the Jewish people were expecting. And when he realized this, he went to the house of Mary, the mother of John, who was also called Mark, where many were gathered together and were praying. When he knocked at the door of the gate, a slave woman named Rhoda came to answer. When she recognized Peter's voice, because of her joy, she did not open the gate, but ran in and announced that Peter was standing in front of the gate. They said to her, you are out of your mind. Go ahead. But she kept insisting that it was so. (laughs) They said, it is his angel. But Peter continued knocking. And when they had opened the door, they saw him and were amazed. I love that. He's like, I love that. It's like you see that that shtick in in comedy all the time where someone opens the door and goes, ah. And then yeah. shuts the door in his face. You know what yeah, I think totally. is funny? 
where did the angel have to go in such a hurry? Couldn't he have opened the other gate and just let him in the room? <laughs> yeah, like no like, problem, hey, Bob. I got yeah, you out of like, the prison. All of these the gates are opening. The rest is up no, to you. I'm, you yeah. think you're in a dream? I got you to this gate. Oh, Everybody I gotta go, gets bro. One. It's lunch. Everybody Break. gets one. Night, Ralph. Yeah. Night, Sam. Yeah, <laughs> night, Ralph. See you tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, that's great. The angel was done for the night. Like, like there wasn't enough magic going on that Peter didn't realize <laughs> something pretty miraculous is happening. Yeah, except for the fact he's, he's like, I still have to knock on the door. He's so numb to everything. He's like, I, I know what Peter said. I don't believe this. Oi. Oi. Oi, would you open the door? I love it. I love it. You can keep it knocking, but you can't come in. What else you got? I got so many. All right. So <laughs> we have, we've already discussed how Silly it is that her teeth were like two sheep coming up from the wash. It's just shorn. Each had its yes. own, right? Yeah. But if you Put continue, a little fuzz on those teeth. if you continue, you know, your temples gap? behind your veil are like the halves of a pomegranate. And this is great. Your neck is like the Tower of David built with courses of stone. <laughs> on it hang a thousand shields. All of them shields of worth. So she's a brick. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just imagining you know? a woman with Arnold Schwarzenegger's neck. I, right? You know, yeah, like veins like, popping out. All of the 96, you yeah. know, she's whatever. She's Monte Monte. She's, she's got a really ne- big neck. <laughs> <laughs> But there's it. more. He's Jeez, like, then, then your breasts are like two fawns, like twin fawns of a gazelle that browse among the lilies. That would freak me out. They're that bouncy, sca- bro. Oh, okay. Bouncy. Oh, yeah. That would scare me. Like if someone's like, a woman's just sitting there and all of a sudden like a little face, like a little gazelle pops out of her bra and is like, what's up? And then goes right back down. Just go back to what he's doing. I'd be like, like, got a piece of grass and just like walk up to yeah, it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'd that be like, would be check, please. Or, yeah, that is, that would not that would not do it. Like that would gazelles. not do it for me. But yeah, Isn't that sweet. Her neck. That's so my favorite love. one. Her neck is like the Tower of David, built of stone. Yeah. Okay. Um. Th- uh, thank you. No. Thank you. Stiff neck is not like all. It's not a compliment in no. the history of the Bible. So, <laughs> no, it's not. You know. Not at all. I mean, you can say nice things about etched like a marble statue maybe, but when you yeah. start to compare a woman to a tower of stone. With <laughs> shields hanging on it, yeah. like with the shields of enemies or whatever. What does he say? What is it? I can't remember. It's something else. Remember. And the, the occasional head is a warning. I was yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still thinking about those gazelles shields, bouncing. All of you, them shields of warriors. What happened to the warriors? <laughs> Where'd they go? They were held up What? Oh. They're stuck in her neck. They're like in the tower. Like... <laughs> She's like, <laughs> oh, God. and cut. Uh. So let's hear some Bible puns, Mr. Carter. Oh, boy. What did Jonah's family say when he told them about what happened before he reached Nineveh? <sighs> Sounds fishy. Was I right? Yes. Oh, oh, I guessed it. That's good. Mm, sounds fishy. I'm never going to get it. I'm bad. I'm bad at puns. Let's hear it. What was Moses' wife's surprise? Zephora known as when she threw dinner parties. Say that one more time. What was Moses' wife, Sephora, known as when she threw dinner parties? Huh. I don't know. The hostess with Moses. <laughs> the hostess with the Moses. Oh, my God. I was trying to come up with like a flint knife joke. <laughs> I couldn't. Yeah. Why couldn't the Israelites initially enter the promised land? I don't know. It wasn't the pinky promised land. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. I don't get I it. D- <laughs> yeah, I, I, that one is just it. about promising. 
It's the promise pinky land. Promise. You pinky promise. Oh, your so kid, so I didn't. I, because I didn't pinky promise, to, I don't yes. have to let. You, I can renege. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Gotcha. Gotcha. I gotcha. don't understand what the pinky promise has to do with Jews, though. Is that like a the Jew? promise? N- no, the but, promised land was for the Jews. Uh huh. Yeah, and so but they whole, lost it because it wasn't a pinky promise. And it's, it's a kid yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The kids that that they if it's a pinky, if you shake by pinkies, then it's like you have to. Yeah, well, well, yeah. Also, it's like, like a blood covenant. Yeah, like they lost the plumber's land. They don't have it anymore. Yeah. Yes. So it's kind of like too soon, yeah. really. That's like how many Irish people? How many potatoes does it take to kill an Irishman? <laughs> no. <Narrow. laughs> oh my god, that's so good! Oh, I love dark jokes, and that one is excellent. Oh my god, <laughs> that was great! All right, what else you got there, buddy? Uh, uh, what did pirates call Noah's boat? What the Ark? <laughs> oh. oh man, these are so classic. Yes, they are. That's pretty good. Why didn't anyone want to fight Goliath? I don't know. Let's see. I don't know. It seemed like a giant ordeal. Ah, yeah. Play on the giant. (laughs) (laughs) Which king liked to do things on his own? I don't know. Solomon. <laughs> Solomon. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is so lame. These are great. <laughs> I, this is, makes me happy. What what kind of car did, would Jesus drive? What kind of car would Jesus drive? Yes. I don't know. I don't know. A Chrysler. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, well, I always said that, you know, the, the disciples, you know, went around in one accord. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's right. How do you know that Adams are Catholic? How do you know that Adams Adams are Catholic? Like atoms? Eight. Atoms. Like, the, uh, how do I know that they're Catholic? Yes. How oh. do you know they're Catholic? I don't know. They have mass. Oh. Uh, <laughs> man. What? These are great. What did, Dan, <laughs> what did Daniel tell his real estate agent? Dan, Lyons. I don't know. I'd prefer a house with no den. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Yes, that's a good Bible joke. Who in the Bible knew the most people? I don't know. Abraham knew a lot. Knew a lot. Uh, All right, one more, one more. Uh, let me see. What did Adam say to Eve when handling, handing her something to wear? Stand back. I don't know how big this is going to get. <laughs> That's the punchline to a different joke, but a good that joke. That is the punchline to a different joke. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Good joke, though. So what did Adam say to Eve when he was handing her something to wear? I don't know. Take it or leave it. Uh, uh, Andy. You got any dirty jokes? No, just kidding. So, well, that was it for this one. We'll come back for some more. Ba-dum-bum. There's a bunch of them in the pseudepigraphal writings, actually. They're Is hilarious. There? I bet oh, there are. Man, Wait, oh, oh, boy. You mean Puns? the apocrypha? Oh, yeah, <laughs> bad yeah, jokes. Yeah. yeah, no, just a lot of like wild, weird, yeah, wild, weird stories. Yeah, weird stuff, yeah, I'm sure. There's one in Tobit. I can't remember it exactly, but we'll probably pick that one up on the next one. Okay. And we did that was like two years ago, so we'll we'll do this two years from now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, Every I, couple yeah. years. Yeah. Take out all the bad that, puns. If that's open ground, then yeah, I, I, I know there's a. I've read some stories that are pretty cool. They are pretty wild. Yes. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, Rick, thanks for driving all the way oh, up yeah. here from Columbia. Exciting. Tiziana, thanks for taking uh, yeah. the, the long way here. Yeah. Glad you made it. Andy, it's always it was great. A, it was a difficult commute, but I did my best. <laughs> yes. From the, from the house to the studio. The whole, like, 15 feet. Yeah. yeah it's got to be, like, 30. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening, guys. We will talk Love to it. you next time on the Burroughs of Berea. Woo. Hey guys, this is Rick from the Burroughs of Berea. Do you know how much blood, sweat, and tears it takes to make a podcast? None. But that doesn't mean that it doesn't cost a lot. And so if you guys don't mind, if anybody would like to give to help us with these episodes, it would be great. We'll put out even more content. And if you go to our Patreon page, just search for the Burroughs of Berea, you'll get extra notes, extra episodes, and it's pretty much free. A dollar gets you a lot. Thanks, guys. Just broke my phone. But, oh, that sucks. Not my phone, but my case. Okay. I can buy another. But, yeah, that's, um, oh, if I you're gonna just break broke one, it some more. <laughs> <laughs> that's neat. All right, the Hulk, calm <laughs> down. Jiminy <laughs> Christmas. Jiminy Christmas. Sorry, yes, my daughter potentially having a debilitating and life all life life ending disease one, on the back burner for a second while we focus on the phone. But but. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, anyway, my phone matters, that's okay? why I didn't get as much of a chance to research, you know, the the verses. I think she's fine, but yeah. we have to test good, again in good, July. Good, good, good. Yeah. We'll keep us posted, please. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we'll do. But so I only got like five verses. But oh. one of them that has like bothered Did me. Did you listen to our original child. one? I went back and listened to it. And we've we've hit on so many of those later on just for shits. Yeah. Like we have so much of that have. stuff. Like you even mentioned the genitals being a euphemism for feet and or feet being a gen- That's right. euphemism for genitals. Yeah. We talked about yeah. that. That came from the interlude. Two years yeah. later. Yeah. And it's, uh, yeah, it showed up there. And like, you know, we we just recently got into the Song of Solomon around these parts, did we not? Uh, yeah, because Sarita brought it up at one of the other. I if you guys would do a study on it. I thought it would be awesome if you could just break it down. But anyway, oh, let's get into this. Oh, that'd be great. I love that because that book is so hilarious to me.